The Women Like You podcast would like to acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the traditional owners of the land we walk on. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. that you wait until you are asymptomatic for at least seven days before restarting your exercise program. Sequaly. What is sequaly? Sequaly. Consequences. The, right. kind of the, the, stuff that, the stuff that happens downstream you know, from the infection. Hello and welcome to Women Like You, the podcast for women who hate working out but know they should. I'm Sarah. I'm a GP and I work in fertility and women's health. And I'm Gab, I'm an audio producer and journalist, and we are back for 2022, baby. Woohoo! <laughs> yes, if you've only just discovered us, this podcast is for exercise sloths like Gab and I, yep. yo-yo, between <laughs> exercising like a lunatic for three weeks and then doing absolutely nothing for another three months. <laughs> so true. We are all about finding ways that are achievable and sustainable to get a little bit fitter, but without all the kind of fitness industry bullshit that tells mm. you you need to look a certain way to be healthy or that exercise has to be extreme and intense and terrifying. Yeah, totally. And if you, like many people, have been sick with COVID, it's even more important to take things slow. And I mean slow, <laughs> which is what we're going to talk about today. But first... How are you? How how was the break, my love? Oh, look, yes, it was really great. You know, I did as little as possible. I can't tell you how many times I had to resist the urge to start a new exercise program, you know, to like, to like, oh, like there were so many times where I felt a bit guilty for, for indulging or, you know, really enjoying myself. And I was like, no, 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 like, it's okay. I'll just make sure I get up every single morning at some insane time and go for an hour long run. and And I had to stop myself and I was like, no, don't do it. Holidays are for resting and relaxing and, more importantly, not working. Yes. Um, And so once I kind of really kind of leaned into that. (laughs) (laughs) It takes time, though. I think it really takes time to switch into that kind of relax and recharge. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, for the first time ever, I think, I when I was really focusing on not setting myself tasks or, you know, specific programs dedicated to or you know focused on exercise because I really you know made a conscientious effort to to not do that this Mm. holiday season I actually enjoyed myself a lot more I didn't feel guilty or you know there was no guilt no shame for not exercising I just focused on resting and relaxing and enjoying my time and actually it it worked it was it was really great and so then when I was ready to kind of get back into exercise I just started slow with some walking and then a little bit of running and you know it's actually just been really enjoyable and guilt-free for the first time ever (laughs) this is amazing (laughs) oh I love this so much how about you (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, no, look, I I started off the same. I I enjoyed a few really nice relaxing days off between Chrissy and New Year. And uh, and like you, I really tried to kind of practice what I preach. I took those days off to recharge. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, then in like early, mid-January, my husband got COVID (laughs) and subsequently I got COVID. And so that landed me in isolation for 13 days. Look, gratefully, I had a pretty 
mild, relatively easy run with the whole thing. I was mm-hmm. absolutely able to safely manage at home. We're both back at work again now. Like I'm definitely still more tired and more fatigued than I think I would ordinarily be. Mm. Um, but, you know, getting a bit better day by day. But, you know, we are now entering year three of this delightful pandemic. Yes. And COVID case numbers, look, they're just continuing to skyrocket across the globe. So I figured that this would be a really good opportunity for us to discuss, A, how to get back into exercise after illness. And and yes, we're going to focus on, I said A, there is no B. Um, <laughs> we're just, just, just talking about how to get back into exercise a, after illness. <laughs> a, how to get back into exercise. And two, um, <laughs> We're but, off to a good start. 2022, right. women like you. <laughs> I told you, I'm fatigued. You just had COVID, woman. Jeez. I'm fatigued. I'm like literally five days or something out of isolation. <sighs> um, these rules apply not just to COVID. Mm. So if you haven't had COVID, don't switch off. Um, these, you know, th- these are the sorts of of principles that we should still be putting into place regardless of what your infection might be or what your illness might be. I think we all need to think about how we back into exercise after a significant illness and how to do that safely and sensibly. What should I do if I want to get back into exercise after I've been sick, whether it's COVID or, you know, yeah. flu, yeah. pneumonia, and, and, whatever? Yeah, and look, I'm, I'm probably going to talk mostly about COVID, but as I said, it, it applies. Look, ultimately, I think it depends on the severity of your illness to an extent. And, you know, if we're thinking about COVID, the majority of kind of healthy vaccinated people who are infected with COVID-19 will present with a respiratory illness. So they'll have, you know, they'll have the sore throat, the runny nose, et cetera. But the really important thing to remember about COVID and also about a lot of infectious diseases is that they can cause a multi-system inflammatory syndrome and, and that can affect your heart your nervous system, your musculoskeletal system, your digestive system, your skin, like literally anything that has a blood vessel can potentially be affected by an inflammatory system, uh, an inflammatory syndrome. Yeah. So if you've had a more debilitating form of COVID, so if you've been really knocked around by it, do not, I repeat, (laughs) do not launch yourself back into a fitness program without seeing your doctor first. Woody. Yeah. Woody's going, yeah, don't do that. Um, oh, yes, have- this, just if you are new to women like you, this podcast comes with lots of background noises, comes with flight, we're under a flight path, it comes with planes, trains. Yeah. I, have uh, a, uh, I have a very verbal dog called Woody. You'll hear him uh, playing yeah. with his treats and his toys in the background. So if you've had a mild illness, you've had kind of a mild bout of COVID because you're, you're otherwise healthy, you've been vaccinated, you kind of got through it within a few days, maybe a week, it's still recommended that you wait until you are asymptomatic. So no acute symptoms, no sore throat, no runny nose, no cough, no shortness of breath, definitely no chest pain, Mm. no symptoms for at least seven days before restarting your exercise program. Oh, okay. Right. Mm. So yeah, really giving yourself some time. That's it. Give yourself some time. You can't yeah, I guess you can throw yourself headfirst into it, but you you really shouldn't. Please <laughs> don't, don't. Don't do it. Don't. don't do that. <laughs> so, okay. So then 
I I've waited seven days. I'm I've been asymptomatic Good. for seven days. I'm, I'm yes. feeling okay. I'm 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 keen to, um, you know, maybe get back into some walking or something like that. Hmm. W- what am I doing first? Like, how, what should I be aiming to do first? How often should I be exercising after I've been sick? Firstly, I would say not more often than you were doing before your illness. So this is not an opportunity to go okay, start so the I've new had program. COVID. <laughs> yeah, I haven't done any exercise for six months, but I'm going to you know do the couch do a to five k starting yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, okay. No, no, no. So after you've given yourself a full week off, then it's kind of it's okay to go back to do a little bit of exercise each day. So long as you feel fully recovered from the previous day and that you have no new symptoms and no return of symptoms. But I think rest days are really important. You know, when you are when you are restarting an exercise program after after illness, after infection, it's so important to almost think that you are starting again. You're you're not going to be starting over from scratch. But imagine that you are. Imagine mm. that you've never done a day's exercise in your life and start from there. You will be able to incrementally increase that at, a, at an appropriate rate. But start slow. Day on, day off seems really sensible to me when you're starting out and yep. make sure that you spend at least a few minutes warming up and warming down at the beginning and at the end of every session. So my approach is based on a consensus guideline that was published in the British Medical Journal last year in 2021. Mm-hmm. I'll add a link to it in the show notes. It's actually a really approachable article. They look at a five-phase return to physical activity following recovery from COVID. And it was – I actually – I loved reading this because it made me feel – very much like I am off the hook from doing too much too soon because technically I'm still in my first week, my first seven days of asymptomatic um, time. So phase one, the goal is just to prepare for return to exercise. So the exercise that you'll be doing in this time is rest. Oh. Boom, I can do that. Yes. Breathing exercises, a little bit of flexibility or stretching, maybe some balance exercises and some really gentle walking. And that's it. For the first week, if that's what you do, so you've taken a week with nothing mm-hmm. and then we're doing a week with this really gentle sort of approaching exercise phase. Yep. Phase two, low intensity activity. So such as walking, light yoga, maybe a little bit of light household or gardening tasks. And the exercise should be graduated by increases of like 10 to 15 minutes per day. And if you feel okay after that day, then yeah, you can do a little bit more the next day. Increase it by 10 to 15 minutes. Phase three, so this should be like three weeks in. Yep. The goal is moderate intensity aerobic and strength challenge. You know, we're talking maybe some aerobic intervals. So two intervals of five minutes of aerobic exercise separated by a block of recovery. And then you can add one interval per day as tolerated. Phase four, moderate intensity aerobic and strength challenge with coordination and functioning skills. Wait, wait, what if I'm not coordinated or functioning? (laughs) Well, then, well, ultimately, you drop it back a phase if you're finding it too difficult. That's that's the real answer Mm. is that if if as you are increasing this intensity phase by phase, if you're struggling... Then stop. Then stop, yeah. Take it back. You might need to do phase two for three weeks. Yes, okay. You might be able to, to jump through these a week at a time or it might 
be that by the time you're getting up to that moderate intensity aerobic and strength training, that it's just too much too soon. So you so you drop it back. Mm. And then phase five. So we, you know, theoretically, at best, we're talking five weeks after you have been asymptomatic for a week. So yes. like six, six weeks, weeks after, after you've recovered from COVID yep. is when you should be getting back to your baseline exercise. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that so incredible? You, I would never if, have approached it like that ever. No. And, and it <laughs> I'd be makes, like, oh, oh, cold's gone up, back into it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And look, a lot of this is based around COVID and a lot of these recommendations I think are quite cautious because we don't know everything about COVID and the post-COVID recovery as yet. We don't we don't know what all of the long-term sequelae of this particular infection is because this is an infection that's still only been around for a few years. Sequelae. What is sequelae? Sequelae consequences. The oh, right. kind of the, the stuff that the stuff that happens <laughs> downstream from from the you know, from the infection. Googling sequelae <laughs> meaning <laughs> literally sequelae, a condition which is the consequence of a previous disease or injury. Thank the long term sequelae of infection. Wow. God, you're smart. Sequelae. Sequ- <laughs> Just, you know, whack sequelae into a podcast. <laughs> okay. Well, that is brilliant. And I think, as you say, it's obviously quite, quite a cautious approach, especially with yeah. a disease that we don't know that much about it, everything like, about but wow i would suggest that it's probably but, relevant to uh, it <laughs> exactly and i think look yes if if i'm giving this advice to you or i'm giving this advice to me or i'm giving this advice to my patients who are not olympic athletes mm. then honestly like what's the harm in you and i taking a little bit more time mm. because it gives us it also gives us an opportunity to actually test out how our bodies are because, and I can tell you this, having been back at work now for a few days, your ability to cope with your day-to-day activities when you're laying in bed, reading a book, catching up on some Netflix as you recover from COVID, it's a very different energy requirement than getting back into full-time work, back into walking to the train station, back into those day-to-day things. So I think the best way for us to safely approach that is to take it just a little baby steps at a time. Yeah, I love that. We will definitely um share that that five phase return to physical activity approach. I think that's brilliant. Um I wish I had known about that uh, many times <laughs> in my life when I've done really stupid fitness things. But you know, what like most of my really stupid fitness things have been related to just a terrible approach to the reasons why I was exercising, you know, wanting to yeah. pun- punish myself, um you know, wanting to try and smash smash myself, lose weight, that kind of thing. So um yeah, I know I know why they obviously were terrible. Um, but I think especially moving into a post-COVID world, and as you say, year three of a pandemic, um, and 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 infection rates skyrocketing. Yeah. And it's year three and <laughs> And we also hate, don't know how many hate, hate years to break this is it gonna to be. be. <laughs> year there'll, three there'll, of- be more. There'll, there'll be more. Yes. Um, yeah. And also so- like, you know, many people have already had multiple bouts of COVID. That's it. Now. You know, yep, yeah, definitely something to think about. Um, mm. But you know, Sarah, at the same time, why should I take it slow if I feel fine? You know, like if I happen to have a, a really mild cold or flu mm. or COVID, yep. um, why do I need to take it slow? What's actually happening to my body biologically after an illness? Well, you're recovering, so <laughs> I know that's I know that sounds 
blatantly obvious, but mm. but you have had an inflammatory process happen in your body. So there are these inflammatory markers, which are the you know these are the chemicals which circulate in your bloodstream and and attack your attack your tissue that make you feel like rubbish. And even if you're starting to feel better, you are still clearing these inflammatory markers. So if you start working out too quickly, you know you're potentially exercising with inflamed muscles and. That doesn't sound like a smart thing to do. No. Um, there is also a risk, if we're talking about COVID again, there is a risk of myocarditis. My- which is myo- myocarditis. Myocarditis, yeah. which is inflammation of the heart muscle. And we, I, I think that we sort of all became a little bit familiar with that term because it was identified as a potential side effect of COVID vaccinations, particularly right. the, MR, the mRNA vaccinations, the Pfizer and Moderna the truth is that you are much, much, much more likely to develop myocarditis from a COVID infection than you ever were from a COVID vaccine. Yep. And if you if your heart is inflamed and then you put your heart to work and, and really stress it out by exercising, then there's like a real and serious risk of serious harm, like having an arrhythmia, having an irregular heartbeat that, you know, People have died of this. So this is not, you know, this is not just take it easy. This is <laughs> don't put yourself at risk of serious complications just because you're keen to get back into your exercise program. Yeah. So ultimately the best way to assess if you are fine instead of feeling fine is to gradually test yourself out. So, you know, it's incremental steps. There is no race here, slow and steady all of those cliches, yep. they they all make sense when you're recovering from COVID or if you are recovering from any other significant infective process. Oof, absolutely brilliant. Um, how are you feeling now? Like you, you're. <laughs> this is you said your week. <laughs> this is your first week post. First week post <laughs> being asymptomatic, yeah. right? Yeah. Look, I, I think that I'm doing okay, but I'm tired. Look, yeah. I, I'm, I am legitimately tired. I um, took the, <laughs> before I dug down into this, uh, into these guidelines, <laughs> I did take the, I did take the stairs at the train on Tuesday. You um, have a lot of stairs at that station. I know, you I know. But I was just like, the stairs. I know, but I just, I always take them. So yeah. it was just, it was kind of like a, yeah, anyway. Do, 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 Back do. to work. Wasn't, yeah, wasn't the thinking, stairs. Wasn't thinking about it. But by the time I got to the top of those stairs, I was like, oh, far out. I am more puffed. I didn't have any serious, like it was a fitness thing. I didn't have chest pain. I didn't develop fevers. It was, it was just enough to tell me that, Maybe we might take the escalator for a few more weeks. Yes. Um. I yeah. And I'm and I'm oh man. I'm sleeping like a champion. Oh. I could sleep all day and all night. <laughs> Which I mean, I'm just super happy to do. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. 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 But still, and, and I yeah. really took it easy. Like during that whole COVID period, because I was a close contact before I was actually diagnosed. Like I just I'd never spent that long in bed yes. in my life. I read some amazing books. I watched some terrible TV um, and I slept. I just, I remember texting you and you're like, how are you feeling? I'm like, I'm just so tired. Yeah. <laughs> yep. so tired. Yep. I was sleeping like 16 hours a day. Wow. Yes. Yeah. So it's just taking its toll. Isn't it funny how you think about like 
I, I just thinking about some of the shows that I binged over the holidays and, you know, I, I love costume dramas and period period dramas. Mm. And one of them was um, one of the key characters, you know, it was like 1850s or something, one of the key characters um, had a had a flu and, and, you know, basically was it was bed rest for for three months or something like that <laughs> and it's like yeah you, you you watch those those you watch stories like that from centuries ago and mm. that's that was the norm you know if you got absolutely wiped out by something and and lived to tell the tale yes. you literally were what they call it like rick rick recuperating or you know there's like a, they yes. had a particular word for it for She's like got the months. consumption yes, yes you like yeah. for months and months and months you were do confined you were confined, doing nothing yeah. but like mm. lying down or maybe somebody would cut you out into the yard for some sunshine but that was you were carried out you weren't mm. you weren't to exert yourself it's mind-blowing to think that we've completely lost touch with with that that you basically it's you know oh, back God. up back at it back at don't work me, go 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 <laughs> Don't get me started. Like, I know all the reasons why that happens. This is is not a political podcast, (laughs) so we'll... uh... (laughs) But this idea that, um, yeah, we seem to have forgotten that the body actually genuinely needs to rest and recover. Yeah, it it takes time. Mm. And that's okay. And so you you may not have control over when you go back to work. You may not have control over needing to care for your family, needing to do the shopping, needing to do the housework. You probably don't get much of a reprieve from that. But guess what? Us wily ladies, we're, uh, we're letting you know that you can take a break from returning to a focused exercise program for a little bit. Yes. In fact, you must. Yeah. Doctor's orders. Doctor's orders. Doctor's orders. Says, and also, yeah, we should absolutely say if you have just recently recovered from COVID, or you're going through it now, or um, you or an ill, you know, another type of illness, um, please go and see your doctor first before you, oh, yeah. you know, just jump straight into a fitness routine, especially if you haven't exercised, you know, consistently prior to being sick. Um, mm. But yeah, obviously. This is information and 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 entertainment, <laughs> but yeah. but uh, your doctor's advice is what you should be listening to always. Yes, and if you don't have a good GP, now's the time. Yes, go find one. I can personally recommend Sarah. She's great. She answers all of my questions all of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Any time of the day or night. Expensive though. <laughs> Damn expensive. What are you talking about? I've never paid you. Um, <laughs> The Women Like You podcast is produced by me, Gab Burke, and music is by Hamish Camilleri. Thank you for listening and sharing our little pod. You can follow us on socials. Just search for Women Like You podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to leave us a review so that other women can find our pod and you can subscribe to our weekly newsletter at womenlikeyoupodcast.com. Yes! <laughs> I will be, I'll be getting stuck into that very soon yes i'm sarah and i'm gab and next week we'll take a look at how quickly you lose fitness if you stop exercising yeah and and also kind of how you get it back afterwards yeah and look you know if you do take time off because you've been sick or you've injured yourself or you've just enjoyed a bloody glorious (laughs) holiday (laughs) is it actually you know dire straits you've lost the fitness forever and it's going to take you forever to get it back we'll look we'll we'll dig into all of that Mm mm-hmm 
Now, please, Excellent. can you can you go back to bed? <laughs> I know Indeed you take it slow, but I love you. I just want you to be better. And oh uh, my god, you poor thing. I am. I'm super good. I'm. I'm. I'm excellent, but I am. I'm gonna rest up. I'm gonna take a bit of my own medicine. Oh. I was like, mm. "Ooh, what's what's your own medicine?" Oh, right, right. Okay, yeah, I get yeah. it. I get it. I get the reference. <laughs> it's 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 bed. <laughs> oh my god, I love you. I love you too. Women like you. It's back, baby. It's back. Yes. <laughs> I love you. I'll talk to you love soon. Love you too. See ya. Bye. Bye bye. Sequely. Sequely. I'm so excited about Sequely.